What's up, everybody? I'm Kiyoshi. I'm Bobby Foster. Michael Beveraji. And this is Take Away My Mic, featuring my pooch, Romeo, who wants to run away now that the intro is done. Emotional support animal. Are you going to be all right without the emotional support animal? I'll be okay. I was holding him the whole time we were talking before this, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all juiced well, up positivity our, our audience will be your emotional support animal this week then absolutely i feel like we're all like in a rough spot i feel like that's just a general overall consensus for a lot of people right now uh so just wanted to acknowledge that obviously we talked about palestine last week i've been posting non-stop resources information about everything that's going on also put two highlights up on my Instagram if you guys want to go check that out. It's something I'm going to be thinking about until it's over with. So I, I just wanted to start off top with that. Uh, it's re- It's been really rough for me personally to enjoy things or think about anything else outside of it. Just being real. And sense. I feel like, you know, while our show is here, it is an extreme privilege to provide a form of escapism for everybody else who's been thinking about this and talking about it and amplifying uh, the voice of Palestinians right now. I'm honored to do that. And whatever comes out of today's episode is what comes out of it. But we we are grateful to be here. We are privileged to be here. And yeah, how are you guys feeling? (laughs) 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 The exact direction. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Speaking of Palestine, I went to a protest and then I went to see Killers of the Flower Moon like hours later. And that just all that all that it just goes to show the privilege that like I get to live with that I got to go to. I got to go support on the ground, but then I got to go see a movie like right after that. I don't know why I find that so funny. No, for real, but I was like, I have to, I have to decompress from all. Like, it really is. No, no, but. Maya, do you know what that movie's about? It's all it's kinda linked. It's kinda linked. It's it's is it? it is yeah, a it fucked crazy. up movie. It's oh a, wow. It's about an extermination as well. I mean it's yeah, yeah. it's, an ethnic, uh, it's a, literally about, about Native a, Americans, right? An ethnic cleansing, yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm Whoa. See, yeah, I didn't know. I was just thinking about like yeah, oh yeah, I went I to like, a process and went to a movie, you know, a cute little Yeah. You know. I, I mean that doesn't spoil the movie yeah, either. If yeah. you watch the trailer, you can kind of get that vibe. But, but yeah, they're the white people come in and they're in it for the oil money and they take out all these Native Americans one by one to get that oil money. It's a great movie. Martin Scorsese, Leo DiCaprio did their thing as always. Also tomorrow tomorrow and 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 I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to lean into you guys for emotional support because I don't fly like I'll drive cross country to avoid Ooh. flying but tomorrow I'm flying it just makes me I think part of it I've talked to my therapist about this part of it is like cuz I grew up in New York so 911 was like in my face Ooh. like right there yeah, that makes I, sense. Every time I want to play, and I'm picturing that, and I'm picturing like what's the worst thing that could happen right now. I get really anxious in the airport, not necessarily in the plane, but oh, wow. air, airports just give me like anxiety. I love airports. Like, even if fun. I get there early, I feel like I'm going to miss my plane or I'm going to be at the wrong gate or something. Like, I don't know, like it's just. I feel like now, especially with, with, with COVID, you probably have like ultra anxiety about the whole thing. Oh, hell yeah. No, like, man, airplanes are one of the worst places yeah. to go for COVID. So yeah, that too, for sure. But like, I haven't even thought about flying since COVID, to be honest. But mm. yeah, like when other people get on planes and then they try to come see me or something like that, I'd be like, I don't know. You know like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, so what's your plan on the plane? Like you're going to take a Xanax oh, or something? That's, or? that's exactly what I'll be doing. I'll definitely be indulging in things that are escapes for me on the plane because yeah. I don't know what else to do. 
I've tried I've tried hypnosis. Like my therapist uh, my therapist hypnotized me. We scheduled an appointment right before I boarded one time because that way we could do it where I was like as close to a, the flight as I was possibly could be and that didn't work. Did they use wow. the teacup like and get out? No. Nah, <laughs> no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> if she busted out the teacup, I would have bounced. I don't know me about too. That. I don't know about the sunken place, bro. Don't trust someone with a teacup going like I'll, that. Watch out. No, I'm out. I'm out in the sunken place. Are you flying bro. spirit? I am flying spirit, bro. Don't make spirit jokes. <laughs> don't make spirit jokes about the Flintstones playing and all that. Listen, I'm not even gonna lie to you. People talk all of this shit about spirit, but We're all never, these other airlines crushed. have never had crushed. all these other malfunctions and different stuff going on. But spirit has never had zero. Crushes. People said that spirit doesn't have the technology to report any of this stuff. <laughs> 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 That's so mean. Not secret spirit alone, man. Damn. Secret hack: If you're flying like by yourself or with just one other person. The front of the plane, there's like the four seats in the front of Spirit is basically first class. The comfiest seat I've ever sat Ooh, in. That's interesting. Oh, wow, really? I've well, always had to sit in the exit lane, the exit aisle. Because the, the emergency exit aisle is like bigger. Yeah. It has like, you have to have room for everyone to leave. So the leg space is more. That's where I always tall, You're super tall. Yeah. Yeah. You'd, you'd be fine in, the, in that front of the plane section. It's really Yeah, going on a plane so uncomfortable for like, for me, like I'm too tall for it. I it's can't, like, yeah, I can't my knees it. hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, Bobby's tall. I'm wide. You know, it's all of that. Yeah, yeah. they need they need to upgrade. They do that whole situation. No, nah, they, they just want to squeeze everyone they can onto that plane. No, every, for real. Like realistically, they, they could cut that shit in half. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be all of these seats squeezed real, up. Like in they here really like want this. my right butt cheek on someone else's back. <laughs> <life. laughs> <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, legit. Like you don't even play. <laughs> You're be like reading a book and you feel like someone's face is like right in. Oh, right. Right in your shirt. No, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro, the worst is like the person in front of you or behind you like messes with their air, just blowing on your head. Has that ever? <laughs> oh my god. That shit and feet. Yeah, I've had a feet. lot of horrible feet oh, experiences. Stop, stop, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not yeah. cool. You can't take the shoes off. Don't do that. And bro, I was in first class. I was like, sir. <laughs> Listen here. You listen to me. I'm not paying these prices. No, I came here for the free cranberry juice before takeoff. I need that shit. I did not come up here to smell your feet, sir. I did not do that. I'm going to need you to put them dogs away. Nah, not in first class. Bro was like, oh, I paid all this money. I'm going to take my shoe. I was like, no, the fuck you not. No, the hell you are not, bro. (laughs) That's Spirit Airlines behavior. (laughs) (laughs) This was on American. I was like, sir, put your feet away. Put your feet away. So our opening question this week is from my girl Ichaka. She said, I believe I saw this on Twitter, so decided to ask y'all the question. If you had to only listen to five artists for the rest of your life, who would these artists be? Have such y'all seen a loaded that, question. Have y'all seen that DJ Academics uh, gif where uh, he was trying to hype up Certified Loverboy and fell asleep in no. the middle of the... You, ne- you never saw that? No. Damn it, I gotta show y'all that. Because I was about to make a joke about, I was gonna say Drake, 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 but y'all, y'all won't get it. Uh, but, for, <laughs> but for the people that listening that get it, y'all get it. It's hilarious. 
So my God. Nah, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna say that to y'all. But okay, top five. I guess I'll go first. Rest I'll of your say, life. This is all you can listen to for the rest of your life. For yeah. the rest of my existence. For the rest of my life. I would say it's the, the discography that already exists, plus whatever they're also gonna put out in the future. I would say. I'm just Her. gonna go. So Kendrick. Uh, Big Sean. I am gonna go Drake. And uh, I don't know. I feel like I need an R and B artist in there. I'll go Usher. Mm-hmm. And I need a little bit more kind of variety. I need like a pop star or something. I don't. I, oh, I'm. A, I, I'll go Michael Jackson. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that, that'll be my five. It's a good five. Yeah, that's a good five. All right, uh, I'll go here. I'll go. I gotta get my weekly Zane drop in. So shout, <laughs> shout, shout, I love that. Shout out to the person that commented our top comment last week about me mentioning Zane every episode. Yes. Uh, so Zane, obviously, uh, cautious Clay, uh, because he can R and B and jazz. He's just multi talented. He was also a great lyricist. Stop sleeping on my guy. Five sauce. Because, again, it's about what's to come, and I love where they're at in their careers right now with their range. Uh, also, they're five albums in, so I get, like, tons of music to listen to. Also, because of where the person's music is trending, I'm going to go Sean Mendez because I really, really like where his music is trending, the direction it's going in. It's, like, really sad boy R&B, and that's, like, my fucking middle name. And then for the fifth person, I'm going to go with myself. <laughs> nice. Because, because, like, I know what I I know what I like. I know what I like, and I make what I like, and and yeah, that's simple as that. I love that. <laughs> you feel me? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Can I have, can I have an honorary, a honorary mention? My a, a sixth person. Actually, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. I'll stick. I'll stick within the rules. If you do six, we might as well be ten. So, like, no. Just I just wanted, in. like, you, you know, the runner up, but it's okay. Go ahead, Maya. What you got? Heavy on Michael's. I love that energy. Michael <laughs> that was good. Me, Michael like said, that. "My shit. I'm not playing with you. I better hear it first. You have to send me the way." That was the agreement. That was the agreement. Stays Thank that you. Way. Thank Stays you. <laughs> okay, I pick Beyonce. I pick Ariana. I pick Jasmine Sullivan. It gets tough now. It is. It is, dog. I pick Tyler the Creator. Hmm. I have one more. I have one more. Okay, I pick Gaga. I got, I pick Gaga. Okay, let's, let's get range. You get a lot of range with that one. I needed at least two pop stars. I feel like mm-hmm. it's my bread and butter. It's my. <laughs> oh yes, my god. Not. Oh shit. What? I forgot to put my eyebrows on. I just realized. It. Oh my god! It's okay. You're <laughs> in your dozer. Every, every girl, every girl watching this shit right now gets it. She understands, girl. I forgot to put my eyebrows on. I genuinely didn't notice. Men, see, listen, no. Like, I was thinking this whole time. I was like, something different about my face right now. I'm not can't put my finger on it. I forgot to put my eyebrows on. Don't judge me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right so the grammy nominations are coming out in a couple of weeks less than a couple of weeks now I, I think or close enough and we wanted to talk about some albums that we think deserve nomination in the big category of the year that's album of the year so guys what do you guys think uh should be nominated for album of the year and the grammys coming up here and then we'll see like we'll see when the actual nominations come out who got the closest like to the actual nominations I guess that's like predicting versus who you think deserves it, though. So we're okay. trying to predict it. 
I would say co- combine it somehow. You can kind of yeah. Do I was both. like, Walk who wants line. to be in the cat? Who's going to be Ooh. in the category, and then who we think deserves to win the category? I I did it by who I think deserves it, but I also think that this is a pretty good list of who's going to actually be nominated. It's me yeah. wanting to be controversial. Take Renaissance should be nominated again. Put it back up. <laughs> put it back up in there again. I don't care. I don't care. The movie coming out this year. The impact is still there. The Beyonce effect is still. In motion, okay. She deserves it. Just put her back in the category and give it to her this time. A double okay. nomination. Has there right. been like a big pop album this year? Yeah, I, I'll lead us off because I, I do have a couple pop albums on here. Uh, so SZA, number one, I've got leading off and probably should win to mm. just just to give that away as well. Um, that's my opinion, of course, but I, I'm still fucking bumping that album nonstop. Uh, SOS. Uh, Ca- I've got Caroline. There's ten nominations. By the way, so I've got ten. Oh, ten spots. Ten spots. They, I think they expanded. It used to be eight, and I think last year they went to ten. I'm cool. pretty sure. Uh, Caroline Polachek <laughs> dropped an album this year. It was really, really great. Uh, it's a pop album. Um, I think it deserves to be up there. Boy Genius is almost definitely going to get nominated. Also deserves it, I think. But for the record, uh, Olivia Rodrigo is going to be nominated for Guts. We can get that one out the way. I also think it deserves it. Uh, Noah Khan fucking deserves a nomination for album of the year i don't know if i'll actually get it i know he submitted i really hope he gets it it's an amazing project if you know you know uh zach bryan because there's probably going to be a country album in there and i hope it's fucking not morgan wallen uh zach bryan <laughs> we actually like zach bryan here so zach bryan i hope gets a nomination i've got ray my 21st century blues that's my seventh nomination yeah then i've got Love that album yeah i've got a couple k-pop albums i've got rm's indigo and I've got Augusti's D-Day. And then last but not least, I don't think this should be nominated personally, but Taylor Swift's Midnight's is going to be nominated. It might even win. Let's just prepare ourselves for that if it does happen. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to win. Oh. I have to say, this year for albums, I haven't been a big fan of damn near anything. Uh, but <laughs> I think, yeah, like I'm, I'm even looking through like lists of like the best albums of 2023. I albums this year weren't for me really uh but as far as who I think should win or who will be nominated I bet Utopia Travis Scott's gonna be on there I can guarantee that uh it's like the biggest rap album of the year I not for album of the year but rap album of the year I would like Michael by Killer Mike to win that and I can see him getting nominated for it too not for album of the year though but yeah like I'm looking through these albums I don't see like really anything like you said like SOS which I mean that was technically 2022 I know it was like the end of the year yeah she fits, um, in, she fits in the timeline like I don't know like Ray's album's great that's like one of my favorite albums this year but yeah I don't know I'm not really I'm trying not to think of ones for what, the what big about like category that's what I'm trying to think of for like the overall like yeah yeah I don't know man I didn't realize like how how many albums I did not like this year <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm finding right now. I, I love my 10. I also have an 11. Shout out to Caliuchis, Red Moon, and Venus. I really like that project. What job. about, I heard this, I, I don't want to butcher their name, but I, this has been critically acclaimed everywhere. The album, I believe, is called Raven by... Uh, Kalayla! Kalayla. Oh! Oh! Heard, yeah. <laughs> that album's like critically acclaimed everywhere, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Cali Uchis's album's gonna be like on the R and B album of the year. One. It's gonna be there's gonna be a Latin album, and that's the one that I that I picked for the nomination. Not Bad Bunny? 
He didn't. Ooh. He didn't drop in time. Oh, okay. This will be good for it'll be good for next year. What about Jaguar? Is that too late? No, I think no. She submitted it. Jaguar uh, too. I'd be Jaguar surprised. Too. I I think it might happen. I think that sexy red rap album will be up for rap album of the year. I really okay. do think that it. That's also been critically acclaimed, actually. See, red. Yeah. There's usually there's usually one rap album in the overall album of the year, like last it's probably year. Utopia. That's the one that you think is going to be the one. Like yeah, yeah. It was, it was by far the like most critically acclaimed like mainstream rap album, and like it's the biggest release of the year rap wise. So, I, I could see it being on there for sure. It's me looking through my library right now, trying to find. Is Drake's can... album too late? Yeah, it's too late. I don't even know if he uh, submits to the Grammys anymore either. I don't actually. think he does. Yeah. That's right. There's also a whole list of artists that don't submit. Yeah, I know The Weeknd doesn't submit anymore. God, yeah, I, I don't like albums this year. Jeez. <laughs> Clearly. I really don't. I have, I have some that were on your list, Michael. And yeah. Because I'm trying to think. I have some that are in other categories that I know like might be in like the R&B category, the pop category. I'm trying to think of like overall. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if any of the ones I'm about to say would go in the all category, but they deserve. And I liked them a lot. Um, Fountain Baby by Emma Ray. Pop. It's... it's Stephanie loves them. She it's loves, yeah. so... Fuck, so good. It's on my daily playlist. It's all I listen to. The Afrobeats is perf. It's perfection. Uh, from top to bottom, love Fountain Baby. Um, I love Grudges. That's Kiana Lede's album. R&B. Wonderfully written. Beautifully sung. Bobby already said Kalayla Graven. Yeah, yeah. Such a good project. Ray, My 21st Century Blues. That's what I was going to say as well. And I agree with SOS. Lana dropped an album this year too. I don't think it should be nominated, but she dropped an album. Who? Lana Del Rey. Uh, okay. uh, um, I don't know. I don't listen to like Waffle House music. So it's just, know. it's just to. Li- <laughs> 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 you, you, <laughs> I just got those children up out of my mentions. You gonna, will not send them back to I was me. Say, you will uh, not send them back to me. No, I just like no. being petty I've, here. I've it's all my, in good fun. It's jokes. I've had my wars with them as well. And... I love Waffle House. <laughs> exactly. It's just... Waffle House is busting. Um, she and was busting at Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> She was working. <laughs> she was definitely working. She was. <laughs> Mama had her name tag and everything. I'm not listening. I don't I even know the story the, behind that. She works at Waffle House. She really? Was, she, she was. Yes. Just, she was there as a. She was there as a guest, and then it was like a whole thing. Like they gave oh. her. They gave her a shirt. They gave her a name tag, and then she was like, "Let me take." Oh, pictures. she wasn't working. Nah, she just took oh, pictures and shit. Oh, yeah. shit. Bro, I was ready to be, listen, because I was like, listen, artists don't get paid that much. Streaming is low. Like, <laughs> you thought she got a W-2 not, at Waffle House? I'm not even going to lie to you. Listen, mama could have two jobs. Mama could yeah. be a, mama could be an award, <laughs> award-winning artist, a record-breaking artist, and be busting table at Waffle House. Very, listen. I think that'd be a great example, honestly. Actually, yeah. yeah you know? I wasn't even mad at it when I saw it. I was like, is mama really working at Waffle House? <laughs> like dead ass. I, w- I didn't even think it was funny. I was like, y'all stop making fun of that woman for working in Waffle House. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all so mean. Oh, and Coco shit. Jones, what I didn't tell you. Back <laughs> to, to your list. Excellent album. Excellent album. One of my fans asked, what are our biggest pet peeves? 
Like in like in life? Yeah. Don't do that. Let's bring it down. Let's bring it down tonight. Let's make it let's make it a lighter category. That's pretty light. Oh, pet peeve, that's pretty fun. You said our pet peeves that's in fun. life. I'm trying to think. Mm. Michael, you got a pet peeve? I don't don't I'm so chill, it's not even funny, and everyone says that. Mm. Like I'm not just trying to say that. I, I don't have like Things like mm. the only only one that comes to mind is like if you're a dick or if you're rude to service workers. That's the only one. But that that's like, but that's because I worked in service for my whole life. So that I feel like that's where that comes from. My pet peeve is the lack of care for humanity. That's valid. valid <laughs> that's, a, but, that's a very very deep pet peeve penetrates my spirit. Okay. See, I'm trying to think of something small. Something. I'm just saying that. You know what I'm saying? Something like. You know, leaving the toothpaste cap off, you know, something like that. Yeah, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one. I can't really think of one. My pet peeve is uh, uh, tardiness. Tardiness, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know I can't talk. (laughs) Is it actually? Are you mad at yourself all the time? I was going to say, with our with our show, it's a different situation. When I have to physically have my body somewhere, I'm always there 15 minutes early. I am. You guys, anybody in my life. Okay, I just thought of a music pet peeve. Okay. If an album's over 20 songs, it pisses me off. It makes me not even want to listen to it. <laughs> I, know we I can't don't talk, take I it. I know we don't talk about the backflip, man, but his next album is 22 songs. And I just. I thought, I thought he said it was 11. I, yeah, I said the same thing. He's, it's, he said it was 11. It's coming out 11 11, and he's doing like an 11 on one side and 11 on the other side. He can't help himself. <laughs> this guy, man. He can't help himself. Yo. I, I was unfortunate enough I was, to see a headline that said he had 80,000 songs yeah, just sitting around, and I was like, well, keep wild. them over there. <laughs> this <laughs> so, man. Eighty thousand is is a what, what uh, was insane album? number. What? How yeah. many songs were on that album that he came out with? I don't know, like fifty. No, maybe. it was more than that. 80? More books than the Bible. It was, it was long as hell. Because then he made a deluxe to it. <laughs> he made a deluxe version of the one that was like fifty tracks. They ended up being. I more. don't understand how people can't say that all his shit don't sound the same. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't understand. We it. got we got comments about that when we did the video. People were shouting him out, like in a, defending him. I'm not gonna lie. I never got that critique. Actually, I, I don't. I don't think he does sound very similar, to be honest. Listen, you know what? I, I'm. I, I just. We, and we, it's kind of the same thing with Drake. Like I feel like people say that about Drake, but like Drake's music doesn't sound the same either. I, I don't know. I don't hear it. Drake's cadence sounds the same a lot of the time. His approach to music sounds the same a lot of the time. It's uh, I agree with that combination. It's like <laughs> all like it's him appropriating somebody else's culture and then being like, yeah, ooh, and then like all his other little shit. It sounds the same to me. It does. It does. His approach sounds the same to me. I, I put it that way. Like I don't hear him jumping on a beat and sounding like fresh to me. Mm. It doesn't help that he's limited vocally, like artistically. What? <laughs> doesn't help. I mean, just it, it, truly like it, there's only so much he can do vocally. It doesn't help. <gasps> I don't know why. Could he could sing better back in the day? But yes, no. no. It, it sounded like it. Maybe nah. he, maybe just the way he went about it was better. His vocals are definitely better now. His vocals sounded like used to sound really soft and like nice to me. 
Mm. And now maybe that's before you add hate and malice in your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Hate and malice in your heart. No, no. I'm very objective. Listen, I ain't no hater. If I could, if I listen to something and it sounds good, I'll acknowledge that it sounds good. I'll still say I don't like that person, you know. But that sounded good. Yeah. But to me, I mean, he sounds better than when Jennifer Hudson tries to sing quiet. You know what? You know what? Everybody was dragging her. I know. That's the only reason why I brought that up. Because of that clip on her show where she was trying to sing Dangerously Dangerously in Love. And Mama really like, (laughs) she going to be Jennifer. Listen, I I didn't feel like it was as bad as people were saying, though. It was. It was? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there was like one little run there that was kind of awkward. No, she. it's the approach. When you're singing, not me trying mm-hmm. to give lessons about singing, no, but no. the way you approach a song, definitely, because mm-hmm. her voice is going to do what her voice does. So if you're yeah. if you're prepared for like the upbeatness and like the gravity that her voice brings, mm-hmm. that song doesn't require that. So when you hear it sung that way, it just doesn't. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't mean that she's a bad singer. It just means that her technique on this song specifically yeah. just ain't hitting the ear right. Cause you know what it's supposed to sound like. So when Renee came in and she was all soft and like hitting Renee the notes rap? and like yeah, yeah Renee, rap, yeah. They were that's what yeah. they were dragging. Cause Renee, cause on the Jennifer that. Hudson, on the Jennifer Hudson show, she'll like have. If her uh, guests are singers, like they'll just sing something randomly or whatever. So they had them sing Dangerously in Love by Beyonce. And Jennifer was Jennifer. And baby, I love. Like it was all of that. And I was like, yeah, girl, but no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and then Renee came in and it was, it was. More yeah, akin to the original structure of the song. So, so everybody good. online so was like, good. Jennifer, you really going to let this little girl out sing you like this? How you going to do that? I don't think it was like an out singing thing. I think it was a technique thing. And right. uh, Jennifer's technique is her technique. So <laughs> like, if, it, if the song is... She needed a- more Dina, less Effie. <laughs> I know Michael still don't get these references. He does kills, not. He it kills me on the he inside. He doesn't get the this Dream is, Girl references. Dream I knew yes. it was Dream Girls. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I forget. We were talking about pet peeves, but like transitioning though, you mentioned Renee Rapp, and we had a question about who's going to be the next, like, who's going to have the next huge, like, 1989 Teenage Dream type era. And I just want to shout out Renee Rapp because Renee Rapp would be my answer immediately. You want to really? know something? I haven't listened to Snow Angel yet. All of the stuff that I said I was going to react to, guys, yeah, I okay. still haven't heard. I haven't heard Guts. I haven't heard Renee Rapp. I haven't heard Tori Kelly. I haven't heard anything. Like I, I. Well, the fucking world is falling apart, so no one's blaming you for I that. I feel like, <laughs> like I would Renee. say like Olivia or Billy would have but, an era like that. Isn't Billy working on a new project now, too? She is, yeah. Mama's she is. back in the stew. She is. I can't. I can't wait. Me either. I'm I hope. I hope she heard Bobby's criticism about uh, happier than ever. She's ready yes. to up that. Made me sadder than ever. <laughs> <laughs> you are on one today. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's killing me. Oh, enjoy me. Oh, I'm sad Michael doesn't get that reference Don't either. Tell my boyfriend. There was this very nice uh, auntie <laughs> over on TikTok who was singing 
Billie Eilish in a very um very old church lady way, and it was hilarious. <laughs> Renee, Billie, Sabrina. I- Sabrina, like Sabrina's next project is gonna go crazy because emails I can send is one of the best. Pro- Did that come out in twenty twenty three? That needs. Not, I don't think so. It's that not needs part, a Grammy. No. It's not. Fuck. No, it's not part of the. It already passed. Damn that that album deserves a lot more acclaim. Like yeah, that album's good. Sabrina's incredible, an incredible writer. And here's the thing: I love when people think. That because a singer doesn't do like a whole, whole lot of like the dramatics or a whole lot of like the riffs and the runs and the different like vocal techniques. They think that they shit is easy to sing. Go try to sing a Sabrina song. Go try to sing a Sabrina song. Go try to sing um, a SZA song. Lots of people was online talking about SZA's music isn't hard yeah. to sing. I was That's like, crazy. what That's the fuck? Crazy. Are y'all talking about people, Crazy. Who, people who sing saying that? I was like, baby, please post a video of you singing any scissor song right now. I want to see how easy it is for you to sing. Mama, anyway. in her language, sing. SZA don't need, like, instrumentals. Like, SZA is the instrumental. Like, no fucking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The structure of her songs and everything. But, yeah, I think those girls for sure. I'm trying to think of some men. Josh Levi. <laughs> how yeah, men for what? what I, talk- talk- I forgot what we were talking about. To have their like nineteen eighty nine teenage teenage dream era like that explosive huge pop record. If if it, with Ooh. visibility, I say Josh Levi. I feel like as many times as you said Zane, I talk about Josh hey, Levi. Let's go, let's <laughs> because he's excellent, and I need more people to know about him. Do you think it's gonna be possible to have moments that big without <clears throat> TV being the main medium of consumption? Without TV being the main medium no, of consumption, like, okay, because. I keep trying to explain this to the youngins that weren't really around, like with TV. Like, I like I don't think young people, and I'm not trying to sound extremely old saying this. Yeah, man, stop this shit. <laughs> I not. feel old the way you said no, this no, shit. But I'm it's talking true, about though, young be, people, nigga. We true. young. We're young. Okay, let <laughs> me say. I'll use the youths. Okay, I'm young. <laughs> I am a youth. I don't receive any okay. of this. Leave the part out of it. For the people who didn't really experience fame from television, like those kind of celebrities, also living in a culture that just worshipped celebrities. We don't do that anymore either. Right. Um, Fame was so different. Like moments like uh, 1989 and even stuff before that, like Get Rich or Die Trying is like with 50 Cent and stuff like that, different Eminem stuff or other pop, Britney Spears, all this kind of stuff. Like the level of... In your face, these people in their albums and music were like, it's you can't even relate it to like getting on the internet and seeing stuff nowadays. Like, it's just yeah, they had dolls and shit. Yeah, it's so different. It's like because TV would tell you this is what you're watching today, right? And like, you couldn't go scroll to something else. So it's like you would see the same videos on 106 in Park, you would see the same videos on VH1, and like, you would hear the same things on the radio. You hit like so it's it's really like that's why all those two thousands tracks and before that it's like even for the artists you don't like you knew all the songs. <laughs> you know I'm not saying? even gonna lie, that's part of like, the reason. That's why Nikki the Barb's listen exactly from the it's inception. It's the inception. Nikki 
Five Star Chick, that was like her first like big track that she did with Trina and that man name that I forget in this moment. But yeah, that was like the number one video in 106 in Park for many, many, many weeks. That was her inception. Her first visibility was like on TV and doing every award show. So like her fan base from its beginning was like was like that era. Yeah. And then like even like with interviews and stuff, it wasn't hot ones. It's like you would see people on Good Morning America. You would see them on this. You would see them on that. Like they were just yeah. like in your face all the on time. On TV, yeah. And like the moment was more manufactured in the sense of you're buying out ad space. You're getting on this TV program. You're getting on that TV program. And it was way easier to get into the like, what's the word? Like the zeitgeist of like the culture. It's yeah. like you would have these cultural moments that are very rare now because what you have to do now to have that is somehow get in everyone's personal algorithm which is damn near impossible and mm -hmm. then you also have to translate it to being off of the internet too because yeah. before you know like concerts were more accessible people would go to concerts or people used to perform in malls or people would have uh meet and greets at malls and stuff like there was more stuff to do in person as well even like buying merch and like all like now you just like get it online but you would go to the store you would be with other fans you would right. like all be getting the cd together you'd all be doing this together so it was a way different community aspect of having a moment and i just don't know if like with the internet, if that can still happen, I mean, they would I have to get into. They would just have to hit the fucking street again. The just, internet made things more accessible. That's it. You just described the concert experience, though. Everything you described was the concert experience for sure. But even but the it's concert just experience the, is but way it's different. But it's just the concerts now. I think is what Bobby means. Like, it's yeah, just I think the that's concerts. one of the only things. But no. even with concerts, it's a little different because it's like for the internet, there was like a. I'm going to go to this concert and this is the only time I'm ever going to see this thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause there wasn't like clips to watch online or anything like that. So it's like, you would really like soak it up and like be there. And it's like, I've seen all these different like Renaissance clips and stuff. And I never went to the concert. Right. And I just feel like, um, I'm not saying it's like a bad thing or anything. I'm just saying it's different. Like the yeah. mode of consumption is different. And I feel like when you have ease of access to everything it does make it seem a little less special in a way like even if you look at tv when you have like still to this day when you have a show that releases every week and the culture's in on that show it's way more culturally relevant than like the stuff that drops that you bid like, that's that's very true because yeah. we're all tuning in at the same moment and it's like we're all in it like together. And I just feel like that collective moment rarely happens in music, even for the biggest artists now. It's like their album will drop and then it'll be dead. Right. And that's what's really crazy about Renaissance is like how long the legs of Renaissance has been like that just doesn't happen nowadays, like at all. Um, Think about it so this it's, way. It's like Without the Internet, I feel like everybody's shows would be sold out. Oh, for sure. You can't watch the clips. You can't. You're not going to be able to see the show unless you're physically in the building. And again, mm -hmm. no internet means even if I do take clips on my phone, I can't post it. The clips are like for me, basically. So I definitely see what you mean and agree. Like I said, artists just going to have, they just going to have to hit the street again. It's not, all of that stuff isn't required as much, especially if you already had an established fan base before all of this shit. Like you don't need to go on Good Morning America. You don't need to do the today show. You're self-sufficient on like your core fan base and they spread it. Like you don't now we have stands and the online space where they're the marketing. 
yeah. lot of the times, we're the marketing. We talk about the albums. We push them. We do reactions. We like, you feel me? So they just don't necessarily have to For sure. go out of their way to gain visibility like that. But from the TV standpoint, you know, I've realized, I was like, it's still people that listen to the radio. Nigga, I don't listen to the radio. I have my own playlist I throw on yeah. as soon as I get in the car. Like, I don't listen to the radio. But a lot of people still do. Yeah. So, like, it, there's so many people, incredible people. Like we said, Josh Levi and Noah Khan, Coco Jones, like, Baby Keem. I'm sure there's a bunch of people who don't know who Baby Keem is because they're not online. Like, unless yeah. you're online, you wouldn't know who these people were mm-hmm. so in order to have like that big of a moment it would have to be in everybody's algorithm it would have to be like that's it's why really all these that's why all these cute little arguments about michael jackson and <laughs> michael jackson and all these other artists who were larger than existence when their internet did like wasn't here when it wasn't even colored tv it's not comparable. Y'all think shit is big because we on the internet now, but no, it's still a well, that's very what I'm saying. small like, fraction. We'll never have a Michael Jackson. Ever. Because, like, as great as Michael Jackson was, like, he's also aided by the times I'm talking about as far as, like, there's just too much saturation, too much access, too much going on for everyone to be just focused on one artist anymore. It's yeah. like... That's like people are like, oh man, like Michael Jackson had all these people outside his hotel before the internet. Well, yeah, because you couldn't go on Instagram to see him. <laughs> right. So you would you would camp out at the hotel or you would try to see him here trying to get into a car or this or that. There are people like, who flew to his hotel because exactly. they knew he was there. He was gonna be there for multiple days. They were like, let me hop on a fucking flight and go see Michael Jackson because exactly. he's like a couple hours away by plane. And like, like I could argue that like people like Taylor Swift and like Beyonce, like say in this touring air they're having right now, if the internet wasn't a thing, they'd be getting that treatment too. <laughs> They would. they would. They would get that treatment too. I can guarantee you. Even like, now with the internet, Americans flying across the seas, so many people it would be flew mayhem. to see Beyonce's first show It'd over there. And I forget where it was at, but it was overseas, and people hopped on flights to go see that. So, and and obviously we have the internet now. So, yeah, I feel like in order for that to happen. It would have to. They would have to get back on the TV shows. They would have to be, get back on Good Morning America and whatever the yeah. View, whatever the fuck. Like also, everybody's all up on their high horse. Some people are. It's like, oh, I don't do interviews. Like, nah, nah. I'm like, bro. I'm sorry, but y'all not Beyonce. Y'all are not. <laughs> y'all like Beyonce. Uh, it's giving. I, listen, Beyonce don't got to do interviews. Y'all know who she is. Y'all know what she's about. Y'all know that when her art comes out, it's going to be good. All these other new people, we don't know y'all like that. We, we, yo, we're we not going to just hand over our allegiance and our doubloons if we yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, if we don't. We got to see that you hungry. That's why I talk about that as much. I'm like, these artists who be hungry... Mm-hmm. Like I said, a lot of a lot of it is access. A lot of it is generating that fan base. Like if you don't have like a Swifties behind you, if you don't have Army like BTS has behind them, mm-hmm. if you don't have Barb's like 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 Nikki has behind you, that generates most of the hype. And how do you like Nikki? Right, Nikki is is she post TV? 
Like, what? Where did her barbs come from? Is kind of where I want to go. So get Nikki, Nikki was, was like TV. on the. She was so Nikki Drake Kendrick that whole era. Um, they're called like the blog era, right? And so it was kind of this transition from legacy media to new media. They mm-hmm. were like the transition. So it's like that. That's part of the reason why I think that they were doing era. Both. Yeah, yeah, that's why I think that era, the the Nikki J Cole Kendrick Drake era. They're like the last super superstars like in the rap space because of after that, it's like impossible to Mm -hmm. like get that level of superstardom now from just being on the Internet. Like there's and like some people do it, but I'm just saying it's way harder. Like it's way easier to get famous now, way harder to keep the spotlight on you and like rise to a whole level above everybody else on the internet it's like way harder to do and you'll see it here and there you see it with billy you see it with like um i feel like travis scott did it like in the internet era you see it with Mm -hmm. uh olivia i feel like dua lipa's getting up there like it happened olivia was also on tv though that's true she didn't get to start on tv that's true it's the um, con- it's the content too though. Like I we've I've, we've said this before. I've said this before. Like Olivia's content has gotten her as big as she has. Mm-hmm. Like if she doesn't have driver's license, if that song isn't what it is, say, say she came out with a song that was. I don't want to knock a different song, but like say it's significantly less than what driver's license is. I don't think mm-hmm. she's who she is today. No, I agree with you. That was a crazy debut, and I also think she did what I'm saying is like damn near impossible. That's what driver's license did. It was like in everybody's algorithm, whether you liked it or not, because of how much people were hating on it. Then you had the drama of the whole relationship thing with like her and Sabrina and the guy or whatever. And so like, it was in so many different algorithms. And on commercials. They were using that song for everything. Yeah, it was everywhere. And like, it's so, what I'm finding out that has to happen for that to happen is hate has to be attached to your shit. (laughs) It has to. It has to. To some degree the only way something floods everybody's algorithm is if there's some type of like hate and anger involved in it that is absolutely it's true though you can't give me one example outside of like keith lee where that's not true (laughs) keith lee is an anomaly Keith lee is an anomaly and everybody still and everybody still don't even know who he is he got 14 million followers that's what we're saying that man got 14 million followers and you ain't know who he was he's still like a, a C list celebrity at the most. Like, that's like insane to think about. So, you really had to be before, like, that's why it's so easy for, like, some people in our generation, but mainly, like, the generations below us to knock people like Sierra. I'm not happy with her right now, but Sierra and a couple other people. Sierra was pre internet, too. Like, mm-hmm. for real, like, not. Yeah, what music videos really mattered? Like yeah, yeah, with yeah. the everybody who came from that era was the music videos music and video, the music yeah. and and when award shows were really mm-hmm. popping and you were waiting for your artist to hit the stage and different shit like that, you just can't compare it to like you just yeah, it's can't just compare so it. Different. It is. Yeah. It's completely different. Yeah, you just wake up and choose what clip you want to watch from the award show as opposed to actually exactly. have, have to sit there and consume the whole award Girl, show. I'm not going to sit and watch this live. If they knew they couldn't go online the next day and find the clips of their favorite performance, like it wouldn't exist. Like yeah. everybody would be sitting through award shows. That's what we had That's to what do. That's we did, yeah. That's what we had to do. Everybody was like, my, oh my God, how'd you watch? Like I had to sit and watch the entire BET Awards Facts. the year the Beyonce did Deja Vu in And we were hyped for it too. I had to sit. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was waiting. They put her right oh, very close to like the end and I had to sit there with my parents and my cousins like <laughs> fuck like I don't care about any of these people where's Beyonce yeah. like 
It was like that, but actually, yeah. Yo, I have this memory of um, it was Kanye's first award show. He was doing uh, Jesus Walks. I don't know if it was on the Grammys or BET Awards. What I don't know. I don't remember. But I remember he gets up there. He's doing Jesus Walks, and I'm like, I don't know. I had to be like ten. I'm up there. I'm rapping the whole thing, and then my family's like, "Damn it, you can rap." (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I remember, man. Those award shows used to be something special. Like, yeah, man. And I feel like it really did have to do with like the lack of access in the sense of like none of these A-list celebrities even go to these things anymore. They don't perform they don't at these things to, anymore. Exactly. Because they don't have to. But you had the best of the best of the best performing at these award shows before because, you know, it was marketing opportunity. Eminem has an amazing quote on the award shows. He doesn't do it because he says, why, like, why am I going to come out to the award show just to be your like promotion? Yeah, like, he said that about the Grammys. You, yeah. yeah, you guys dragged me out there just to nominate, like, to just to give the award to somebody else uh, that no one's ever heard of, I think is what he said word yeah. for word. But yeah, I've seen that interview. And he's right about that. That happens a lot. That yeah. happens a lot to these people. And, like, man, I remember, uh, you know, before we go to the next thing, like, just the story with that is, like, when Mac Miller died. And they invited his parents to the show. Paid and then for his he parents' lost. outfits. They paid for his parents, Holy his shit. tuxedo, and his mom's dress. Flew them out there. Had to took care of I their was... hotel. Took care of all their accommodations. All of that shit. Sat them front and center for their child to lose. Yeah, I will lost. never forget it. I will never I forget like, that bro, shit. Grammy, I was like, y'all, y'all are evil as shit. That's crazy. I can't believe that. It's evil as hell. Just so they can get the photo all. of them in the crowd. Like, look, look, look. You they kind of did the same thing with Chadwick. Look who's they literally! The they pretty much did the same thing. They yeah, had like they even they moved did. the award to like the last award, which they never did. And everyone was like, okay, we're getting ready. Nope. And then he lost. That was crazy. I think interviews matter too, though. I don't know if... Oh, they do. Like, Absolutely. Like showing up to like a Hot Ones, doing like a Jay Shetty and really revealing yourself, a side of yourself that people wouldn't have otherwise gotten to see if they didn't watch that interview. I think that stuff still matters. Like getting to like breaking down a fourth wall and getting to know these people, I think still matters. I don't think, I feel like we're now, now we're in a space where everybody feels like product. I'm a product. I have, I'm, I'm my branding. I'm my latest hit. I'm this merch I need y'all to buy. I'm like all of that instead of like actually trying to connect on a person level. That's how you get. Listen, that's how you get barbs. I'm sorry. I'm using it as an example because like Nikki connected with her people from the jump. From the jump was like, I was in the Red Lobster writing lyrics in the back in between my shifts type shit. Like this is who I am as a person. I live, breathe, eat this shit. And they connected, and it showed in all of her product, and she she got very, she just got connected off top and very honest about where she was and why she wanted to be the best rapper. Like, mm-hmm. and it was just always that. So they were like, "Oh, girl, you want to be the best? We gonna make sure that happens for you." Yeah, it's true. And now, and now Even she's Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Like, and it, and it's unwavering. All these years later, you say some shit about Nicki, you gonna have. To people you don't know in your inbox they gonna dox you they gonna find out where you live they gonna find out where your mama live and be like get your child off your internet talking about Nicki Minaj like it's real and now with the internet it's way scarier (laughs) cause you could deal with people's fans like at shows and shit but now they asses is everywhere you can't try to say something under your breath it's gonna be (laughs) 
barbs multiply. One of them going to be like a lot of the stand bases. They they got like they need to be hired by the FBI. Man. I'm telling you, I'm fucking telling they got, you. I almost they got detective tweet, skills. I almost tweeted something the other day. Not to not to somber the mood or anything. I almost mm-hmm. tweeted something the other day. I was like, we need the barbs to promote what's going on in the Middle East you, right now. You want to? Hey. <laughs> trivialize what's taking place but all of y'all skills all the skills that y'all had can we pull some receipts on the u.s government i feel like i did make a tweet like that before it wasn't directed just at the barbs i was like with stands i was like man if stands just got behind these political things like please change the world man It's true. We they need really y'all would. to pull y'all pull receipts in record time. We That's need that saying. shit right now. We need it right now. Vulnerability is so is is powerful, man. It's, Still it's, is. It's, it is one of your biggest assets. How's it be, not? It's the most relatable thing as a human being. I don't know how it's not. I'm like, just be a person, man. You you. We love seeing people follow their dreams. We love seeing people use their gifts and talents. But you still a person, man. Make us feel that. You connect on a personal level. Niggas that just want to see you win off principle. Like, oh, this is a good person. It's people who make ass music and still got people buying it because they like, oh, that's a good person. Like, oh, I fuck with him like, yeah. on a personal yeah. level. They'll care, that'll carry you through all your little moments if you feel like you dropped a song that wasn't as good or you felt like you dropped a, a video that you ain't really like or whatever the fuck. In every medium, like, your people, the people who ride for you will carry you if they know you. Yeah. They absolutely. just gotta know you. That's like, I feel like there's two ways to kind of get really big and one of, there's either that way, like you said, you let people get to know you, whether it's through those interviews or through your art, through your actual content, or there's the other way where you entertain it and you just go all the way against that and you just it's only about dominance and and being the, that's a market though a lot of people feel no, seen by no, that really it really that's what I mean though it's, that's the complete opposite of the vulnerability track and that's why that market is fucking enormous hyper masculine hyper alpha male scary shit it's like one, it's a it's bunch one of, or the other. It's and a bunch everyone, of men out there who want to feel like that. Everyone that falls in between, I feel like, just kind of is goes unseen. Everybody who's a super superstar right now, their their audience knows them as a person. They've yeah. been they every single one of them has been vulnerable at one point or another enough for like people to get to know them for real. So that's what it takes. It There's, actually still also does take being related to like. Uh, like in the movie industry, in a sense, like I really do. I feel like you got to get Beyonce's into the been in her share of movies, entertainment, at, like even with like Ice Spice, like she's part of like the Barbie brand now, like stuff like that. It's like I feel like you need that. You need mainstream to be in that space. media push. Yeah, you do. I feel like you still need it to some degree. It does. Yeah, do. It helps. It definitely helps a lot. Yeah, I remember when artists used to just do guest spots and TV shows and movies and shit. Yeah, they would regular. only be on screen fun. for like two five seconds, just yeah. pop in, like, "Hey, it's me." <laughs> <laughs> and then leave and it was like ah! that was a good just time. to get people to like see yeah. your face and that's like, basically like were... people going on Kai Sinat's stream now <laughs> that's, that's basically the modern that's a good version. point because we, yeah. really, we don't really have the audience laugh track anymore really but the, no. that was you can't really have that without that because the people would pop up and then you hear the audience freaking out like oh my god yeah. <laughs> this person just showed up on Fresh Prince or Martin or yeah, Friends really or whatever cool. it is now it's niggas throwing W's in the chat <laughs> <laughs> When Offset pulled up and had yep. his overnight bag, he looked like such a big kid. That hey, was actually very cute I to actually watch. think that interview is historical. 
I really do. I think that's a what? historic interview. Or not interview, but just like, it's not an interview, but what would you call that? Like, uh. Chilling? They were, he ain't go up there to promote nothing. That nigga, pull, that nigga pulled it, up with bags and, and clothes it's and like weed a new just form to relax. Of marketing, mm-hmm. And I guarantee people will copy that. They I should. guarantee people they should. copy that. They should, though. It worked. It definitely worked. I would love worked. to chill with some artists. We ain't got to talk about shit. Let's smoke this blunt and relax. It's yeah. Like, how how's life for you, for real? Like, let's <laughs> talk for real. I'll give you a I list of love... artists. I'll give you a list for that. What would you do if you could sit down to talk to Zane? Would you Don't. ask him? A, would you ask him a bunch of like fan questions, or would you just nah. be like, "How you doing, bro?" Like, I would just, I would on? just want to kick it. I just want to kick it. I wouldn't ask him shit about fan stuff. Exactly. Like, just kick it. My kick. biggest fear is kicking it with one of my people I like, like artists, and they're just terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my biggest fears. That's valid. <laughs> no, like, don't meet your idols thing. Like people always mm-hmm. say that. I'm like, man, I don't know, man. Like, I could, I'd be heartbroken if some I people like, met somebody. Some people you know. Like, you, you think Kendrick is cool? I don't know. You can't tell. <laughs> I don't know. Right? That's what I mean. You but don't know. The, re- the reason why I don't know is, like, you'll have random celebrities be like, yo, like, I just chill with J. Cole. It was so J. cool. Cole, I was so say down J. to Cole earth. Blah, blah, blah. I've never heard anybody talk about hanging with Kendrick. Even, like, his close people that he came up with in the game and, like, blew up with, like, they never really talk about Kendrick really so like I don't know anything about Kendrick like I don't know like he could be the coolest person ever he could be the worst person ever I don't know he's never on social media he rarely does interviews he's only like since he blew up he's only done like a couple interviews like so it's like he's really like behind the scenes completely in everything so I I don't know but if I met him and he was yeah, I'd be sad about that. How about this? If you met him and I'd he was an asshole, with, how would you carry it? <laughs> I always I think about it? shit like I always think about shit like that. If I met somebody and they was an asshole to me, how would I handle it? Well, I'm six four and he's five four. So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's enough said. Or five six or something. Bobby said <laughs> I would I would look down and then turn away. <laughs> no, but that always makes me laugh though because like with celebrities, like I don't know. I guess in your mind's eye, you always think they're kind of like your height ish or something like i, I don't know that like we're larger than life like with yeah. me but get then, out like, of my head michael i think it's the exact same <laughs> yeah, yeah. like even when i met yeah. Shaq, i thought he was gonna be taller than he was like when i met him really because yeah. you're tall because you're like what I, seven inches off of him eight inches off of him yeah like eight maybe maybe nine eight maybe nine but like yeah like he was he was a big guy but he wasn't like i don't know like i just imagine him being like gigantic gigantic because you're gigantic you'd be gigantic to me i'm only five eight I guess. I don't know. I guess. But yeah, I don't know. Like, and then Big Sean's only like 5'10 or something like that. Only so like five, only 5'10. Yeah. So. Appreciate that. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I hope when I meet Kendrick, because it'll happen, I hope he's cool. It's okay, it, bro. It'll I happen. mean, Ariana's like the size of this bottle. Like, <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I'm she's so tiny. Like, you go to give her a hug, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Just hold it forever. She's so small, so cute. But no, I'm yeah. a I'm a nice guy, so I feel like I just like it'd just be like whatever. Like, oh, I don't resonate with you. I don't connect with you, and then just like that'd be what it is. I'm not gonna right. make any type of scene or nothing. I'm an asshole. I'm like life is short. I'm like you're nothing. Like you're, <laughs> 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 you're nothing. Like you seem, sir. Oh no, I'm joking. Not like, the Wizards of Waverly Place theme. <laughs> Celebrities entitled to pop back 
to their fans slash haters on the internet, or does that damage their Ooh. careers? Should they be biting their tongues? <laughs> Ooh, that is a good question. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to put myself in the position of a celebrity, and what I feel entitled to pop back at somebody. That's the question, right? Yes. Are celebrities entitled to pop back to their fans or haters on the internet? Because entitled is an interesting word here. Well, the entitled would directly link in with the fact that their fans made them who they are, like made, gave them their position. Right. I feel like fans and haters is different. You could approach it differently. Wait, wait. Are they talking about yeah. popping back at their fans or just like people? They said fans like, or haters. They, or haters. They, I feel like there's different rules for both. Maybe. Man, I've seen because it's 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 not the it's not their fault, but it's like obviously when you have a big fan base and say something to somebody, like you're kind of you're putting them under attack, right? Not like at your own fault, but your fans will go and like harass them. Yeah. Um, so it's like, man, because it's like, yeah, if you say something about me, like why can't I say something about you? You know what I'm saying? But then it's like there's power dynamics involved. Definitely. And then it's like it's uh, it's. it's I guess this it's is, like a nuanced thing. I guess it really depends what is said, what's going on. I I don't know. Like obviously they they're entitled to do whatever they want. Like yeah, I. But it's just like man. Like sometimes you see them go at somebody and the yeah. backlash. It's always a bad look. Bow, Every like, single time, it's a bad look when they do do it. So I would say, yeah. the, I would say, as someone's PR rep, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely but, doesn't help your image. Like but that doesn't all. mean they're not entitled to do it, though. I, you know, I, I hate all that. I hate the, I hate the respectability politics. I hate all of it. I understand every time it happens because I'm like, it, again, from my my vantage point, I'm not. I'm taking myself. I'm not thinking about like the celebrity standpoint but we all people bro and you could be reading like that's the other thing about the internet the fact that we could get online and see everybody's thoughts at first it's wild anyway but getting online and seeing thousands of thoughts about you specifically is just it just it's a lot it's a it would be it would be a lot for anybody especially if that shit is bad Mm -hmm. you feel me i feel like it's different if it's like praise versus hate so like with hate I feel like it's all in the approach. You could. <laughs> but doesn't love, you could, doesn't you love could take, hate though? That's what I'm saying. I like you could you could take the yeah. Cardi Cardi B route and be like fuck you and your mom. You know, like you could like it could be that or I'm I would try to be kind. I would still address it if it was something that really fucked with me, like as a person. Because again. We're people, so a part of me might not be healed, and this shit might really penetrate my spirit. I'm going to respond and be like, so we don't know each other, you know? And, like, I would really break that shit down and get real somber and real vulnerable and honest, and I wouldn't care how anybody felt about it. I would just be really honest. Man, man this shit hurt my feelings, dog. That shit hurt my feelings. Like, we don't, we don't know each other, I and I like wouldn't, say, on I wouldn't say that about you. And fuck my brand. That's the No, no, I'm part. saying, like, okay, because... If you if you have a brand of I don't care what people think about what I say, don't like do Doja, that to yourself. Exa- no, but I'm saying like Doja, for yeah. example, she can say whatever she wants to say; it don't matter. But then if you're like Lizzo, then it's a little bit different. Then it's different when you're built on the positivity and all that kind of stuff. The moment you step out of that, you're in trouble. So it's like it, it really depends. 
she did that. She did that though. She had a moment where she was upset and she was crying on TikTok and being like, I hate like all these comments, people talking about my body and this and everything. All of that is human and is honest. Like that's why I'm like, that's my issue with branding and all the other shit anyway. I kind of want it to be more centered on the person versus that because that's what the industry built up artists to be in the first place is like you either have to want to be this person or fuck this person and it has to be all of that and the image has to be fuck that like i make art like i'm a person like i feel like if we strip that shit down to the bare bones and just let people be people nobody would be surprised about responses and different stuff and maybe the approach from people would be different to begin with but because we put people on that pedestal it's, you know how many times I looked at somebody's shit and they got responded to and they was just like, oh, I only said that because I didn't think you would see it. Why the <laughs> fuck would you think? Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, all these artists are lying. Everybody's lying, nigga. Everybody looks at their comments. I don't care. Beyonce said don't look at the comments. Beyonce be looking at the comments because everything she we said online, she put in that goddamn show. So <laughs> you can't, listen... There are everybody's gonna see that shit. They even if it's not you specifically, they gonna see somebody saying some wild shit. So like, let's just treat people like people. And I will respond like that. Like you don't gotta be super rude and disrespectful, but at least acknowledging the fact that I'm a person. You know, if it's some shit that I didn't, that's the other thing. If it's some shit that I did wrong, if I if I use a slur, if I said something really disrespectful, if I like, you know, something like that, and people were telling me, hey, that was wrong, that that might not be a time for you to be on your high horse and be like, I'm just, but I, I like, no, <laughs> not, not only are you a person, you are a person with impact and millions of people following you. So you can't just be saying whatever the fuck out of your mouth. That's valid. So you got to eat that. But as far as like people coming at you on some whack, like just random bullying, nasty, disgusting shit, I really would be like, hey, man, why my feelings, dog? <laughs> I mean, like, I remember one time, like I said, I like candy corns and people were getting on me, man. <laughs> I'm like, why, bro? So I had to clap back on them. Candy corns are delicious. They are not. Candy but corns I, are delicious. They are Candy not. But you, but you have your room. You you can you have room for your opinion. You feel me? Not Y'all don't like no candy corn, corns. And no, dog. Out of all the options, heaps. <laughs> Y'all just aren't festive. Y'all don't like festive candy. <laughs> I like the Halloween, the little pumpkin shake Reese's. Those slap. Yeah, those, those are fire. Yeah, are fire. Oh, actually, <laughs> I, I like the Easter egg Reese's the best. Yeah, those bust too. Yeah, that good. man said yeah. peeps and candy corn. Fuck, my teeth hurt. Just think about this shit. But yeah, I feel like it's all in the approach. The way that you talk to people, Doja jumped off the fucking cliff. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, when I first read that shit, I laughed my ass off. Because again, I've been following Doja forever and she's always like not giving a fuck and been a troll and like all of that shit. So when she started talking to people like that, I was just like, ha, 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 she really on one, but then it kept going and I was like, oh, she means this shit. Since <laughs> <laughs> you know like her tickets aren't selling, like I think I'm just gonna have to go to the concert. <laughs> Have a good time, bro. Right? Oh, you get to see Dochi. Remember that? I know. I got to see Dochi. Spend some said time I with the wife. Sell the you know? tickets, there you go. Yeah, there's too many for sale. <laughs> I doubt I'll be able to sell mine. So yeah, there's there's a lot for sale. That's Are they good cool. seats? Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. You know what I'm saying. It's, 
That's I'm not he... in the back of the bus, but I'm like three quarters of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby hasn't been to a concert in a long time. I feel like you should go out and enjoy yourself. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah I'll try. You know what I'm saying? I'll try. Yo, you're gonna enjoy Dochi for sure. I feel like yeah. you stay safe for Doja. Don't you'll leave, en- like we said previously. Just stay for I mean, the whole There's plenty show. of Doja songs I like. So. Yeah, you'll enjoy. Yeah. You'll enjoy Doja too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll even like Demons. Maybe we'll see. I'm <laughs> telling you, the production on that shit live, I feel like will slap. I'm hoping so because I even said that in my reaction. I was like, I feel like this will be really good live. I so. feel like it'll it- it'll slap. The we'll production see. on that project, like I said, will slap live. So you'll you'll bounce around a little bit. You'll have a good time. This will be our, our last do, question. It's a good one, though. I want to hit that J.K. Rowling stuff, too. Oh, yeah, period. That could be the uh, social issue, because what the fuck is wrong okay. with her ass? Okay, She need to get a vodka cadaver. <laughs> 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 I was talking about it in my head. That's funny. You did? I did, but I was <laughs> Last question. So as creators, each with your own platforms, what is the one takeaway you want your followers to have about you? I'm sorry. I blanked out completely what you said. <laughs> I completely blanked Shit. out. I was thinking about Harry Potter. <laughs> At least he's honest. I said it. I was thinking about the video game. My bad. <laughs> oh, my God. I said, <laughs> As creators, each with your own platforms, what is the one takeaway you want your followers to have about you? I'm a normal person. Like, I'm a completely normal guy. I'm very, very sensitive. A lot of that shit doesn't come off. I feel like in videos where you're just, like, doing whatever the intended outcome is to do. But I'm just a normal, sensitive person. I feel like sometimes we're not normalized. Because, especially when it's like, hey... Can make more content for me, make more content for me, make more content for me. Uh, where's you know, where's your last video? Stuff like that. Um, and I feel like people can lose a little bit of sight of the fact that we are normal people. So that's the biggest thing that I would say. And all that content that Michael is putting out, baby, he's what? editing that shit for y'all too. That's he's a- filming and <laughs> editing all of that shit. And I didn't realize how many videos this man puts out on a <laughs> weekly basis. He is working a lot. That wasn't, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. Shout out to Maya, but yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say none of that. <laughs> uh, listen, a lot. That man does a lot of work. I don't I don't even, like, honestly, I don't even say that to, like, get at people that are kind of like, hey, where's the content? Where's the content? I just yeah. say that. I just say that to make the point of it. Because uh, I feel like I, I lose sight of that sometimes, too. Like, I watch content just like everybody else. It gets me by. I have a, a down day, and I wait for my favorite creators to upload and sometimes like i'll watch them in a robotic sense where it's like okay this video is done on to the next this video is done on to the next yeah and, and sometimes i can even forget like yo that was a human being that i just watched for 30 minutes right so that, that's all i want to point out like i'm a human being that like mm. has, ha- has had his heart broken like just had breakfast like just like you we're having very similar days i assure you mm. I like that message. Yeah, me too. I think like for me, I think the most important thing I need people to take away is that like LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Jesus Christ. Nobody there's no con- <laughs> there's no contact for this whatsoever. And you know, it's just something I think about on a daily basis, you know? And I'm just kidding. Anywho, um <laughs> I think I think what do I want people to what was the question? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> so, so take away, 
take away from our platform. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Um, man, I'm hungry, so I was just thinking like Chinese takeaway. I want you to be real, bro. I want you to be so fucking for real. I right am. Now. This was going through my mind. <laughs> I want people to be able to. It, it's funny the whole big picture Bobby thing. Like that's what I want. I want people to start seeing issues as kind of like these singular things that are a part of like this gigantic web of other things. And I feel like when we can do that, it allows us to actually deal with issues at their core, which actually solves a lot of things instead of putting band-aids on things. I feel like it allows you to have more empathy for people. I feel like it allows you, uh, like if you do it in your own mind, to like things that you do yourself it allows for like less self-judgment and it allows for like some grace for yourself so you can be able to change because you're able to kind of like zoom out like past yourself and start seeing like oh man like i have this behavior because my dad passed it down to me or i grew up in this community so it kind of shaped me in this way it shaped me in that way and i feel like it allows you to be like uh you have like less shame about it because you don't feel like you're like it's something wrong with you, like at your core, and that you can like move different and you could do things different. And so, yeah, being able to like zoom out, I feel like is what I want people to be able to get from my platform. Some life coach Bobby in there too. Yeah. Period. Shout out. Um, actually, I, I am I am going to start life coaching again. I want to say that that's going to happen. Work. Uh, I don't know exactly when yet, but y'all be on the lookout for it. I was a certified life coach before. The only reason why I'm not now is because I just didn't get it re. Um, like I stopped doing it, so I didn't like take the test again um, to like certify again. But yeah, I was doing it for some years, and it was good. I liked it, so I think I'm gonna do it again. So be on the lookout for that. I love that for you. Yeah. Somebody told me I should do that, and I was just like, "Can I get my shit together first? It's fun. <laughs> I am. I do give excellent advice to other people that I don't follow myself. <laughs> I mean, the best life coaches are the life coaches that actually are going through things. And oh, well, shit, sign me up. Shit, okay. let's go. And like, don't I'm put ready. themselves on this pedestal of like, I have life figured out, and now I'm going to tell you how to have life figured out. Those are always the fakest ones, in my opinion. Are you serious? This whole time I was thinking I couldn't be a life coach because I had my shit together. Those are always but I love the giving, But I love giving people opinion. advice. Like, I love helping people. Like, I, I do that naturally. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me look into who you who'd you do your certification? <laughs> Can I hook you up? Send me the information. Would y'all come to me as a life coach? Leave it in the comments. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm just cur- I'm genuinely curious. But that's something I, I definitely am. When I did that little test, you know that little test we did in school to like see what we were gonna do for jobs. Mm-hmm. Every I did it three times. Every time I got um counselor, guidance counselor, or therapist. Nice. Every fucking time. One time I got entertainer. No, I lied. One time I got entertainer. But the other times was... I feel like I've never taken one of those tests. We had to take them at my schools. I oh, really? Yeah, I don't think I've ever taken one. Yeah, you know, private education. They try to make it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The biggest takeaway. That goes into it. The people follow me. I want them to know that like, I give a fuck. I care. I care a lot. I hate that movie, but I care a lot. I really do. And I feel like it shows up in every aspect of my life, especially my content. Like, 
I know people don't get it because it's our field. Like, it's just what we do, man. Like, music and reacting to different stuff. But when real life shit goes down and people act like a dickhead and they real life and affect other real people, I honor that. And I choose not to highlight them on my platform if it doesn't align with, like, what I believe to be correct in that in yeah. that little any given situation. I move like that everywhere. So, like... So, this was really cool because it happened not too long ago. Um... The conclusion of the story happened not too long ago. But when I was life coaching, I was coaching this girl um, and she was like, she, her, so she was with her boyfriend for a while, right? But it was like, they were having their issues, all this kind of stuff. Their life wasn't going how they wanted it to go, which is why she was doing life coaching. And then, so we were doing our stuff, whatever. And then I actually had my first like relationship coaching session with both of them because they were about to break up. It was about to be a whole thing. So uh did that that went well but then around this time is like where i quit life coaching fast forward like three years i just saw her on facebook and her life is like exactly how she wanted it when she was like life coaching with me like she had like they were like married she had a kid they had the house that they wanted and i was like damn like that's really cool like i just i just felt like i played like a small role in that because oh, they yeah. were about to they were about to break that. up yeah they were, it was like an emergency session. She's like, I need to do this right now or I'm leaving this. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, yo, that's pretty cool. That, that made me feel good. So I love that. Yeah, I was like, you know, like Hitch, Will Smith, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm screaming. Mm-hmm. Yes, Bobby, the marketing. We love it. I love it to death. <laughs> um, no, but that, that's it. Yeah, I care, bro. I care. I care about everything all the time. I can't turn it off. I genuinely can't. And that's part of like what we was talking about <laughs> before we did the show today, bro. True. I was in my bag. I've been in my feelings. I've been in my feelings, rightfully so. And it and it and it impacts it, it just impacts everything going on with me. So whenever y'all see me posting, uh like I posted I'm about to unar- do a little bit of my archives, too, because like right now, while I'm not in the complete mood to like film a whole bunch of new stuff, I have a lot of stuff over my Patreon. I'm about to just like kind of start editing for YouTube. Uh, but I put up my screen to reaction yesterday on my channel, and at the top was a message about Palestine. I was like, this is my biggest platform. I'm going to use it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I Yeah. I feel like I connect with my audience a lot on that. They know I care. They know that I feel things. I just feel everything so deeply, man. So trying to keep that on the same level is like my work and like our show and like different things like that can sometimes be, it can just sometimes be a lot for me. Mm-hmm. So I always appreciate everyone who supports me um, when I do have my dips, when I do need to leave, when I'm not posting super consistently, like they understand that I, I want y'all to understand again, I'm taking a little bit from all of y'all, <laughs> Michael, I'm a person, you know, I'm sensitive. I feel, I feel a lot of things, you know, and sometimes I can't get on camera and fake, like I'm feeling like super good. Like before we hopped on here, I did not feel good. You feel I me? Mean? But <laughs> like sitting here talking with you guys. My spirit is elevated a little bit. So, like, that's what you're seeing now. But, like, if I can't give that or I can't get there, y'all not going to see me because I feel I just, it's not something I can do. But I'm so grateful. Other thing. I picked two things. Sorry. I stole it. Um, I'm so grateful for my platform. That's it. 
I know there's a lot of people who just do content that for whatever reason they do content, man. But it could be three of y'all. I say this shit all the time. It could be five of y'all over here supporting me. I'm grateful for every single person who takes the time out their lives to connect with me and watch me act the fool, man. I just am. <laughs> I'm so, so grateful, so thankful all the fucking time. Can I copy can I copy you on that second one? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, seriously, sincerely, yeah. yeah so copy. grateful, so thankful all the time, man, and it never <clears> goes <throat> away. I read everything, I see everything, and and I'm just grateful. That's it. Uh, J- JK time, fuck. Fuck JK Rowling. <laughs> yeah, let's start it off. Yeah, kick it off. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's the, tra- that's the transition. Fuck JK Rowling is the transition. So a couple, couple recent tweets by JK, and this is like an ongoing... Uh, battle that jk rowling rowling has had against the transgender community so it's nothing new uh the deal is the uk already recognizes hate crimes currently they already recognize hate crimes um for uh based on your sexual orientation or transgender identity they already recognize those hate crimes they also recognize hate crimes against um race or religion based on race or religion but there's a big difference in the penalty there's a huge difference in the penalty of a hate crime based on race or religion versus the penalty of a hate crime based on sexual orientation or um, gender identity so they're trying to bridge the gap they're trying to bring these things closer together right and that's what that's what was announced uh shout out to the uk also y'all are on my short list of places to move free healthcare you also have i believe if i'm not mistaken like i'm legitimately very much going to consider going out there permanently uh just i could be- see you ass in london walking around i'm not playing i'm asking dead for a bottle of water <laughs> they don't have no air conditioning there i heard i'm i'm dead oh, shit <laughs> so dead so i work remotely i'm not playing around like that's on the list so anyways be, with, with all this like the repercussions could could lead to the point where if you deliberately call someone the incorrect pronoun it could lead to imprisonment you could go to jail for it damn so what? To, so to yes. this i'm saying so to this because she can't help herself jk rowling said and i quote i'll happily do two years if the alternative is compelled speech and forced denial of the reality and importance of sex. Two years in jail, y'all. Two, Two years, years in jail. In jail. Yeah, happily. Yeah. She'll happily. And then she had another tweet where they I think it said transgender woman or woman. And then she's like, no. She just says no because, she, again, she can't help herself. She's just the devil herself. She got no Lumos in her brain. <laughs> no, <laughs> no there, there really is no light. The Harry Potter references yep. are killing me. <laughs> I've spoken about J.K. Rowling at length, at length on my main channel, on my Brain on Fire channel. I've spoken about J.K. Rowling because I have a real personal relationship with Harry Potter. It's, it's, it's uh, defined a, a lot of my life. And J.K.'s made it her life's mission to deny the existence and the rights of the trans community, unfortunately, to be actively as large an enemy as she possibly can be. Like for real. To advocate against anything that would assist the community like she's doing right here. I'm not sure anything could be as big as Harry Potter, but her hatred is definitely like getting up there. Like She's making it bigger than like... Almost Nobody asked her shit. Can I say Nobody like it actually anything. did? Okay, it actually did get past Harry Potter. Because let me explain something that I don't know if y'all know. So you know how they're rebooting Harry Potter? 
Yeah, yeah. have you seen that the TV show? Yeah, yeah, they're turning like all the and, and it's like it's not anything new. Like they're just redoing, you know, all the books as TV shows, TV shows instead of movies. But the insiders are saying she's doing that because uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, they all they all spoke out against her. Yeah, they all spoke out against J.K. Rowling, and what she wants to do is basically like disappear them from the series. So she's like, Oh, girl, you could never. Because they actually all signed on to do more Harry Potters if she wasn't involved in them. Yeah. And then she was like, nah. And then she's like kicking them out, basically rebooting the whole thing. That's basically what was going on. I was oh, like, she and her crazy. feelings. But yeah, yeah I'm glad yeah, all wild. of them spoke out and said, girl, don't none of us subscribe. And that's the only reason why I could still stomach watching Harry Potter because I know all the actors don't give a fuck about what the fuck she's they, talking about. They, that's, that's where, and I want to get, I'll, this is the bigger conversation I want to get into actually. Because like, first of all, she's a turf. So let's call her what she is. She's a turf. Um, vile, evil people are turfs, and she is as much as she like. She does. I believe she denies that she's a turf on social media, but she is. Right. Um, I think it's important, particularly as a Harry Potter fan, to continue to speak out against her, uh, to continue to support the transgender transgender community. Obviously, they continue to be discriminated, marginalized because of people with voices like J.K. Rowling, because of the alt right, because of you know all these people that we know about already federally from a healthcare perspective they're they're constantly denied basic rights basic resources man this woman this woman could have been like god she could have been like all like she could have been mother teresa level of like well, she kind of was she was until like, like it was until twitter came around she was yeah you're really right until we didn't we didn't know who she was and she was for a long time so um, you know unfortunately or fortunately Bobby mentioned the fact that uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint, um, all these actors who were part of the Harry Potter universe, like, I've been able to separate because of them. I've been able to, like, make them the universe and not JK, and that's how I can live with myself when I still absorb Harry Potter content. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wonder how, because you're both Harry Potter fans, right? Indeed. Mm-hmm. How how have how's, has your relationship from HP to JK separated over time? Um... I I didn't buy the little game. Uh, yeah. I think it was like the phone <laughs> game sorry. or whatever. I didn't get the game. Yeah. But mm. but the movies when I still watch the movie, we be having marathons in the house. I have the movies on box set. Like I have, I got a Harry Potter blanket and shit. I got a bunch of Harry Potter like shit. I've been a fan since I read the books. I didn't read like the last three, but I read the first ones. <laughs> and um, connected to the series for sure seeing all of them speak out is what made me comfortable because <clears throat> you know i think it is something to be said about like once art like goes out in the atmosphere depending on how like big the art is like it's bigger than her mm-hmm. harry mm-hmm. potter to me like the story like she she didn't make that series alone she didn't make them movies alone yeah. you know what i'm saying i feel like it's easier to justify supporting when you're supporting all of these other human beings and like not her as a, as a soul entity. If it was, that's why I said there's a difference between like movies and TV show and like supporting specific artists. Like you're supporting the artists. It's only one of them and the art came from them. So like that's completely different <laughs> in my mind, but that movie series and like all of that shit is just way bigger than her and all of them coming out and being like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck you. Like, made me feel 10 times better. So I had no clue that that's why she was doing that shit was because of all of them saying that evil. Dog. Well, that's that's the, I feel like it's not necessarily a rumor. I feel like it was more 
like an insider info leak thing, but I guess it is just speculation, but I don't know. It made sense to me. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard about that, but it does. So she's going to be a part of it. So it Oh, the sense. new stuff, yeah. The new yeah. stuff she's a part of, but oh, like sense. Daniel Radcliffe and them didn't want her a part of whatever no. movie they were going to make. So No, they don't want her a part of yeah. it. And that makes me feel good, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a really hard question to answer for me, to be honest with you. I don't know how to answer it. Like the whole separating thing, I don't know how to answer it. I, we've, I feel we've talked about this before, but this is a, this is a specific I mean, situation. Part part of me just feels like it's it's a level of I I don't know what to say. I feel like just watch the box sets. We already got them. Just, watch it. <laughs> it's, just don't stream it. <laughs> just don't just don't stream it, bro. We already paid the money for the DVDs. Man, I feel like no matter what you say is a reason somebody's going to find fault in the reason unless it's you just completely don't consume Harry Potter at all is like the only acceptable uh, thing to do, I feel like, um, without backlash, I guess. But because on one level, you got the capitalism aspect of it, of the whole, if you buy something, Harry Potter, stream something, whatever, like it all goes to J.K. Rowling and she's actively using those funds to do all this anti-transgender stuff so you got that aspect of it going on uh you got the aspect of just like morally like you know what she's doing so why would you consume the content and all of that so is there there's all that going on but then from an artistic place i i don't know i guess i i don't know obviously people can disagree with this but like when it comes to um Music is different when it comes to like movies and video games and stuff like that. It's not even that to me, like other people worked on it or anything. It's more just like I feel like it just lives beyond the creator. Like, like it's just bigger than the creator, in my opinion. Like Lord of the Rings is like bigger than Tolkien to me. Or, you know, I, I don't What's know. Wrong with I, him? Huh? Oh, I don't know if anything's wrong with him at all. I'm just saying oh. like, I think Lord of the Rings, example, yeah. it's just like. You know, he's long gone and Lord of the Rings is still going. And I feel like Harry Potter is going to be the same. Like J.K. Rowling is going to die and Harry Potter is still going to be a concept. And you're going to have like new people working on it. And like my thing is like, is it OK to engage with it at that point? We gotta wait or for is, the that, parish? is that still just like the morally like, oh, this is what it was made out of. So like, let's not engage with it. But then I get into the whole like zooming thing out and I just don't get that energy for other things. And then, like, also people don't want to, like, boycott necessarily going to, like, Universal, even though, like, she gets a ton of money from Harry Potter at Universal. But I feel like there's no, like... before she started wilding out and that got me some Yeah, there's just, like, no moral (laughs) outrage as far as that goes. I don't know. It's a messy situation. I think at the end of the day, it's, um, I don't know. I don't know if there's a right answer. I don't don't know. I need to think about Universal. Fuck! I mean, there's so many... Yeah, like damn, she, she, she's sells making money. Toys, she's she's sells, making money in a lot of different places. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many different things, and it's like um, trash. There's no affecting her pocket either. There's, there's not. She's she a has her money. Like she is, has her yeah. fucking money. That's that's the other thing. There's I'm nothing like, we can do. Like, I cannot buy the game. There's nothing that I can do that's going to affect her pocket. I know, and that's like a 
not a, the right way to talk about these things because when we come together, we can make a difference. But that's the truth, though. Nothing I can do is going to affect her pocket. She's got all the she's she's a billionaire. She had all this money before yeah. she started wilding out and saying all this stupid shit. So like, if she never made another dollar, she'd be able to live she, ten thousand lifetimes. So she it's, would it's be, just, yeah, yeah. It's the so the the capitalism part I I don't know it's just messy it's like a messy person that made this it's all it's that argument or not that discussion we had I don't even remember what podcast of you know the whole separating the art from the artist thing and it's like everyone has their different boundaries with it and I feel like we're kind of just full circle with that it's like some people are going to engage with it some people won't and then I don't luckily, know. Luckily, I, I ain't gotta know. look at her fucking face in the movie. She ain't in the movies. Yeah, thankfully, and and I hope that like this is it's important to talk about it because I hope that the more we talk about it, the smaller she feels. Period. I hope, I hope that she feels so small in comparison to this universe, and I hope she, I just hope she like feels separate from it. Cause God it is oh, bigger than her. Like it is. I will say on a rhetorical level, it is really important to call her out though and like condemn like what she's saying and all that. Cause J.K. Rowling or not. Her platform will split, spread that like to everybody exactly. else. Exactly. So yeah. it's really important to still call out everything that she's doing because it's obviously wrong uh, and damaging. So it's like definitely got to do that. Absolutely. I think you know this. I don't know. This. I feel like conversations like this bother me. <laughs> Why is that? They bother me because I feel like just personally. Come on, I mask like off, can, mask off. Let's go. I feel like you can condemn somebody for doing something. And then also when it comes to their content, like engage with it. And I don't really find that hypocritical. I don't I don't I don't see it hypocritical. I because I, I really rarely do see a creator and what they make like connected. Like and like when people talk about the whole conversation of like when people talk about the conversation of the whole separating art from artists, it's like People usually have that conversation to justify still engaging with the content, but like on a brain, like I'm not using it to justify just on a brain level. Since I was like a child, it's like never connected to me. Like it never has been. Like even, even like when you're dissecting art, like in college, they tell you there's two like theories to work around. One that when say like an author makes a book, it's more important to put their intention of what they were trying to get across like in the forefront. The other theory is once they put it out, it's up to the audience to decide what that art is about. And like the, like the creator's intention doesn't really matter because this is what people are getting from it. And it's like, I'm more on that second one. Yeah, it's it's levels to that shit. I feel like that's how I usually go about it. It's levels to that shit. If it's petty shit, if it's small things, if it's like inconsequential, you don't like crunchy peanut butter. Okay, we ain't gotta be the same type of person, you know. But when it comes to harming other people or putting people in positions in which they can be harmed, I'm never gonna stream R. Kelly. I'm never going to stream, like, I'm just never going to support certain people whose art is literally based off of the harm that they've enacted, like R. Kelly. All of those songs are about children. Why are you streaming them? That's nasty. I'm sorry. Like, you got to think about intention when in, in certain scenarios. In other ones, I feel like I, I get what you're saying and I understand it, but also, like, if that person is really on some, it really is some mess... I'm not lining your pockets, dog. I'm not uplifting you. I'm not. See, I'm the opposite. 
and I talk about people like that, and I'm calling they shit. I'm like, I'm not reacting to this person because they did that shit. Dead it. Don't ask me to react to this person anymore. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's that, but also you got to hold that space for people because if it's harmful, it's just different. If it's a difference of opinion, if it's like, oh, they like this person, or I don't like that person. Like, if it's like all of that type of shit, I feel like there's more wiggle room. Not when it comes to personhood. Not when it comes to the way that they will affect other human life. And J.K. Rowling, the vitriol that she spits about trans people and shit is harmful. There's countless people in the world right now. Trans people's mortality rate, they dying before 40, dog. Like, that's not some shit to play with or talk about in jest. Like, your words mean things. And with her huge platform, like we've discussed her voicing those things and holding space for that kind of hatred is harmful. So, yeah, I'm going to condemn you and I'm going to drag you at every given opportunity. Um, her art has the benefit in her case to be bigger than her. It is bigger than her in my mind. I think Harry Potter, I think, uh, first thing I think, I probably think about Danny Radcliffe or my girl Hermione, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that. I'm not thinking about J.K. Rowling. Like, I feel like Harry Potter as an entity has superseded her as a person. Um, So I feel comfortable dragging her within an inch of her life um, and then going and watching Chamber of Secrets with my box set. I ain't got no issue with that. But I'm not going to stream R. Kelly Cause that money gonna go to that nigga in prison and put it on his books, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> but oh, but they also for all of you disgusting people who are still listening to R. Kelly, the government seized his money. So now all of the money that he makes from streams goes to his victims. Suck a dick. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That went left. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything else. That I. Fuck J.K. Rowling. For real, like <laughs> my, my my entire my my childhood was the Mets, Kobe Bryant, and Harry Potter, and she's taken one of the three and just completely tried to ruin it. But I'm not gonna let her ruin it, and that's why I understand where Bobby's coming from, and I get Bobby's hesitation too because he doesn't want to be judged, and I certainly relate to that when it comes to like the fact that I did play, I consumed the game, I bought it, I played it, I consumed it. And that comes from what Maya says, where I do feel like the world is just a lot bigger than her at this point. Uh, even though I am lining her pockets with whatever percentage she got from that game, and I feel not great about it. Uh, but that's that's my my cross to sort of bear. Hmm. That's honest, dog. It's honest. You feel me? And, and listen, we are imperfect people. I'm going to avoid harm as much as humanly possible. If J.K. Rowling's face was all up in them movies and she was a <laughs> main actor, I wouldn't watch that shit. Like, <laughs> it's levels to it. There's levels, there's nuance to most of everything. I feel like this is one of those things. And it really is, like you said, you pick it and choose it. No, nah, definitely. Like you, but but I am going to speak out against her every opportunity I get because that's, the, that's important. That's what I can do, and I'm going to keep doing that. Especially because ain't nobody ask her shit. She's be talking, just saying hateful shit because she wants to. Nobody asks her about anything trans related. Don't be ask her shit at all. <laughs> so like her just coming out of her mouth every given opportunity and talk about trans people is wild to me. Like girl. You just have hate in your heart. It's a fact. She just hate in her heart, man. And that's something she need to deal with. I'm not going to blame Hermione for that. 
<laughs> I love, listen, I'm talking about OG Hermione because Hermione should have been black. Love Emma Watson. Love you, girl. But the, the hair was not, wasn't doing what it was supposed to be doing based on the book. But it's fine. So it's fine. Here's how I feel. I feel, so for y'all that don't know, people that are listening slash watching, I'm in the process of unmasking. Uh, I've... I mean, that's a whole different conversation. Just know I'm in the process of unmasking. And like something that I found is that when I'm masking, I get this certain feeling inside of myself. Like I can like pinpoint it now. And I feel like I'm definitely doing it right now. I told I'm you mask off. I'm not 100% sure what it is that I really want to say. I just know <laughs> I'm not saying what I want to say. Mm. But I don't, I don't know what it is though. I feel like you were honest before about the situation. Yeah. I feel like I was cracking the surface. Okay. But there's something under the surface. Shout out Uncanto. Uh and Yes, under the surface. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I might be able to, I don't know, maybe like next episode or I don't know if it'll come to me right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, so when y'all I don't know, I felt it, I felt it after I was done talking and then I was listening to y'all talk afterwards. I was like there's something in my heart that I'm not saying that I wanna say. We hold a space for you, bro. You say whatever you want. It's just us and whoever's watching. <laughs> I mean, our podcast is called Take Away My Mic, right? Come on, man. It's fine. It's I fine. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Do. I feel like you do. I feel like you do. He had it. He had it. And I don't like, know if I, I have the, the, the thought fully fleshed out. And I'm mm. I'm scared of repercussions of not having the thought fleshed all the way out first. Well, now that you're explaining that it's not fleshed out, we can hold space for it to get fleshed out, you know? I mean, essentially, I feel like... <laughs> uh, okay, so this is what's true for me. I believe 100% that, like in this J.K. Rowling situation, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick there because it'll probably help my thoughts out. So with, with J.K. Rowling specifically, I feel like 100% condemn J.K., all the way with what she's saying. Because like we're saying, it's damaging everything like that. But then when it comes to actually engaging with Harry Potter, I do feel like the conversation around that is wild to me. About the whole like not engaging with Harry Potter. Like it's wild to me. I think the reason why is because like I get logically the whole like capitalism aspect of it and all that. I get that. But then on some level, just in my mind, it's just like, it seems silly to me. It seems silly to me to not engage with it. Hmm. That's how you feel. It does. It seems silly to me. It feels like unproductive. Like it feels like, what's that phrase? Like virtue signaling? Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel. You think people are full of shit. You think people are, <laughs> are not engaging now, even though they just really, really want to. And it's false and they're lying to themselves. Is that it? <laughs> I'm fishing. Um, <laughs> I'm, 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 who are you saying is full of shit? Like people who's acting like they don't want to engage with Harry Potter just because of JK. Because fuck her. Like I said, she's not in the movies. If I had to sit up and look at her face, I wouldn't be watching the movies. Because bitch, fuck you. But like, I don't have to see her ever. I literally don't have to see her ever. To engage with Harry Potter. I just, you know I feel like I understand the logic. I get the logic. And I think that's the part that I'm having trouble with because I disagree with the logic. Even though I get it, I just, I'm not on that. I don't, I don't 
agree with you can disagree you can disagree it's okay yeah i don't agree with it but then i feel like if i don't agree with it i'm being put in a camp of uh people who don't give a fuck people who don't give a fuck and like i'm actively like a like a transphobe and all that kind of stuff no and I-, I don't agree with that but i'm not i i'm not the one to say that you know what i'm saying like i can't like say that like i guess that's for someone else to say or whatever mm-hmm. like i'm not part of the community but it it just feels I like am, a lot. And I don't think that it feels I, like a lot. I don't think the supporting Harry Potter means that you're a transphobe. I don't know. I feel like that's a huge reach that a lot of people could make and they would try to make based on like what you're saying. But it's just untrue. You gotta be listen, you gotta be comfortable with people not fucking with your opinion, bro. <laughs> I know it's hard with the internet and the way that like everything lands a lot. People mm-hmm. are going to take, interpret whatever you're saying, however they fucking interpret it. You just say whatever you're feeling and whatever's honest to you. Cause that's, that's it. That's like all you can do. Don't pander, bro. Cause guess what? You can say the right thing and niggas will still be mad. <laughs> still, is they'll still be mad. So it really doesn't matter. I just, you know just, who you are. Yeah. Just I be do, honest. But it, I, oh my God, I just don't have the thought fully fleshed out it's okay i don't know i don't know i don't have it all the way like fleshed out i just think that it's like that harry potter game was good man wait was it was it a phone game or was it actual no it's like on you know like the ps5 and all that like it it was was like it was it was the best escape i had all year from my depression and all my all the great game all the shit oh there was a big game i didn't know that i thought it was like a phone game it was 80 out i played 80 hours and i dude you can play non-stop forever you can yeah literally never stop it's open world not to like sell the game on people but like it was the best escape i've had so like i can't regret the fact that that game did a lot for me, and I spent no time thinking about her while I played it. So did I you see her? Was J.K. Rowling in no, the game? She's, no, no, she's not. She's I don't not. even know if she was involved voice. in making the game. No, I don't even know if she was. She's nowhere near. She's not involved. I feel like I, I, I just feel like there's levels to it. There's, there's levels to it, and she has. She just suck all the fun out of like fuck. She's, she's you. the worst. Like she's for the worst. real and making because Harry Potter like again has like you said is an, been an escape in general like f- mm-hmm. for years for so for countless but, people. Like uh, this trash. is how I separate. I okay. This, I I do want to say this because like how I said it never worked that way in my brain. I'll just say this and then this is the last thing I got to say. So. It's like if I'm a kid and I know nothing about someone's views or politics or whatever, and I experience this moment and say it's like between me and my dad or something, and we're both consuming this movie, 20 years later, turns out the person that made that movie is horrible. Does that ruin that experience I made with the content? Like, no. Mm -mm. Like, it's separate. It's a whole different like universe. I think that's well said. And so like when I'm like Harry Potter, like when I'm playing Harry Potter, see Harry Potter as a universe. Yeah. I didn't know who JK Rowling was when I was watching the movies and all that stuff as a kid. Like JK Rowling wasn't on my radar. So like when I'm still engaging with the world of Harry Potter, it's like I am my world in this life. It like, it's like its own bubble. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's what I'm going into. It's like, 
I don't know how else to ex- explain it, but that's like I, how my brain works. <laughs> you, you explained it how I feel for the most part. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that's how my brain works. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's it's easier it to do that with certain forms of art than others. Yeah, and I and yeah. I feel like that, yeah. and I feel like that to a certain extent is is valid. Like, I listen. Obviously, Mel Gibson is trash. Let me start off by saying, but you have Gibson. to you have to see Mel Gibson. You think he's in your face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See Mel Gibson, he's trash. My my dad used to love Mel Gibson movies. We would watch The Patriot like once every couple of weeks. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Like type shit, signs. My dad loves the movie Signs. I still watch Signs all the time. I love we, Signs. It was it I was on signs. the other day, and I scrolled and I was like, oh, Signs. Um, I love. But signs. yeah, after he was on that all that other weird shit, I just didn't want to see his face, so I stopped watching his movies. But that's he's in those movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's di- I can watch Harry Potter and not hear that woman's voice. You listen to an R. Kelly song, you're hearing R. Kelly sing about. Young children, it's just yeah. it's like it's, it's, it's different. It's different. It's just different to a yeah. certain extent. But I feel like he is very fucking rich. She's very rich. Like, and I'm thinking about like the capitalistic part and like giving her more money and all the other shit. I it's the way I want to go look and see. <laughs> What exactly is this bitch making money off of? She's oh like, because she owns the Harry Potter name. So anything Everything. Harry Potter related, she gets a cut off. My fucking blanket that I got from Universal, she got a cut of that shit too. Nigga. Yeah, oh, like it's like, it's, Toys, yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything. That mm. sucks. That fucking sucks. Yeah. So I feel like I feel guilty because I'm a person and I care. Like I said before, I feel guilty. Giving yeah. that woman like a, a centimeter of a dollar, I would be very sad about that. But again, I don't have to see her face, so that makes it easier to separate. And this is, yeah. I will find myself thinking about her. Like, I was up scrolling and I saw like Askaban was on, and I was like, oh, that bitch. And that was like the same day. That was like the same day that she was tweeting that wild shit. And I was just like, Fuck this bitch! And I kept scrolling. I didn't watch it because <laughs> I was mad, dog. I was and, and, and listen. I love Serious Black. It's my husband, and I wanted to watch that movie, but I was irritated as hell. And she that's just, actually hilarious that you say that. Why? Because ne- never mind. What? I mean, look into him. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Don't do this to me. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Don't do that to me. Like, Don't do that to me. Now, the actor, the actor, the actor who plays yeah, Sirius yeah, yeah. Black. Um, I don't yeah. know. Don't I'm, do this. Oh fuck! I'm not. I can't. The only I, reason why I'm I'm pretty sure is because it was um something while he was playing Jim Gordon in the Batman trilogy. I feel like something had come out or something like that. I remember. I could I mean, be wrong though. I don't know. I don't but know I right. about him. I might be right. Don't. I just remember some type of controversy. I just don't know what it was though. Oh, please let it be something dumb. But, please. I yeah, love guys. serious what, what do you think, Michael? No, I think fuck J.K. Rowling. That's all. That's that's it. That's, that's it. Really fuck her. Yeah. She's ruined her legacy. She's trying to ruin um our childhoods and <laughs> like everything. Like something that was a huge part of like so many people's lives. She's just tainted it forevermore. She has, dog. Like like her as a person it's not going to take the series itself is excellent everybody who was involved in, in danny radcliffe all, all the actors and everything like we, ain't got none that, we do we love them fuck Emma, her though Emma watson rupert Grant, love you guys so much yeah fuck jk rowling like to yep. hell girl go 
in a yep. handbasket, if you will. That's it. I will say, I feel like I, I do have to say this one more thing. Just it's not long though. When all these celebrities coming out with this, that, and everything they do, I feel like we need to hold space for grieving. Okay, we need to hold space for some grief because it's just depressing. <laughs> it okay? is sad like, as fuck, really dog. It like, is. For real, talk about R. Kelly. Like Space Jam is ruined a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's ruined a little bit. Or I don't want to hear. I've... You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's it's sad. Or like, well, I can't even remember his name, but like, I loved House of Cards. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Spacey's nasty yes, fucking disgusting. I like that movie ass. 21 that he's in. You know, just like it's grief. It's it is grief. It is. It is grief. Like, no, that's real it's though. It's like a part of you dies on the inside. Like. Just like different experiences you had have become tainted. It's true. Yeah, it's very, it's very That's true. All. Um, and all our feelings Carl are valid. Malone. Bastard. Anyway, <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for watching and supporting us and things. We're very grateful. I feel like I said that like five times during this show, but very grateful again. This is a privilege that we get to do this, get to hang out with you guys every week. Make sure you follow us at Take Away My Mic. On everything, even though we rarely be posting. We're working on that. You feel me? <laughs> we are. We are. We're working on it. But follow us for more updates and things. And we will see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye.